Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Just watch me love myself That's all I want Got what I want That's all I want I'm not sorry I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about the unique and definitely very real customs of Belgium, the most romantic place to fall in love. Who needs to travel to Bruges when you can simply watch The Bachelorette, a travel documentary series with some light kissing? Just like a little kissing for fun. Here to join us in discussing the attractions and traditions of Belgium is the wonderful Darren Karp, Bravo personality and host of Shaken and Disturbed. Darren, thanks for joining us. So good to be here. Glad to be back and breaking down this uh, episode Finally. with you guys. Thanks for having me. Yes, always a treat to have you. And so much to discuss in this episode. I can't wait to begin. So let's dive. Let's dive right off of this cruise ship into the frigid waters off of Belgium. <laughs> the reddest cruise ship that I've honestly ever seen. It strikes me more and more every episode. It's just so red. Um, and it's just chugging toward Bruges. They're all enjoying the amenities of the ship, the onboard ice cream, the showers. Eric is showering in a swimsuit. They're doing some weird B-roll here. Um, and they needed <laughs> at least one shirtless shower shot. But they it's like, like right. we will get it. It's like, couldn't they get a tighter shot so you can't see that he's in a swimsuit? Like, why is he in a swimsuit? There's also no context for it. It was just like one of like six <laughs> shots. And it's just like, I oh, think they couldn't this. decide, like, is this a sexy shot? Is this... Like some advertorial content for Virgin Cruises. We, we don't know. <laughs> Look at this beautiful, very exposed feeling shower that you'll get to enjoy on board. Um, and finally, they dock at Bruges. Johnny looks out at the towns and says, dude, look how beautiful these towns look. I want to say what he was <laughs> staring at was a concrete like parking lot. <laughs> And then they very quickly, almost so, to try so that you don't notice, they then cut quickly to actually beautiful, 
B roll of Bruges, but this is kind of the say, problem. They weren't seeing the town. Yeah. Cruise ships do not typically dock at like a super picturesque <laughs> little port. They need like all of those concrete they need a like space spaces for cars and transport. Yeah. Um, and they are in a beautiful city. Bruges is lovely, as Rachel explains. There are not only canals, but also alleyways and horse-drawn carriages. <laughs> it's very romantic. I mean, There's a hot air alleyways. balloon with, like, some corporate branding on it, just as there would have been in the olden days, floating past the turrets. To be fair, as someone who has been to Bruges, it is one of my favorite cities in Europe, so I will say that. It is, it honestly it is looked truly gorgeous. Really it didn't beautiful. do it justice. Like, it really did it on this episode, <laughs> but I can confidently say it's a gorgeous town. <laughs> they spend, like, way too much time on fish slapping to really take in the actual beauty I of wanted beer. more waffles and chocolate. Yes. Maybe that would have been Rachel's group date. Um, Rachel is contemplating a week in which hopefully there will be no rejection for her as she lies in just a blood red hammock. It's like she's like <laughs> a spider woman coming out of her like red silk cocoon that she's made for herself. It's just like a very intense look. And meanwhile, the guys are all sitting around talking about how they just want to set up, step up for Rachel this week, except for Logan. Logan does oh. not want to step up for Rachel this week. They're like, I know everyone here wants to step up for Rachel this week. And Logan's like, excuse hmm? me, <laughs> uh, point of error. I would like to step out on Rachel yes. this week. I don't want to step away and step back. Disappointing her this week. So, no, yeah, exactly. I was like, I'd like to step in every direction rather than up or forward for Rachel. And in his, in the moment, he says, it's been a hard week for Rachel. And I know we all want her to smile and enjoy her time. I want those things for her too. But that doesn't change what I feel. I feel for Gabby. I can't exaggerate his tone here. He sounds so bored and annoyed. It's like, it's like Rachel's like his co-worker who's having like a mm. really serious health issue, like his co-worker who's like going through chemo. And he's like, but I am getting saddled with a lot of extra projects. <laughs> I just don't have the time to really focus yeah. on this. It's like we all feel so bad that she's going through chemo. But yeah, like, it's a lot is... of like faux forced somberness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like he's truly like it would be easier for me if Rachel were not having such a hard time. But like here we are. And the group date card arrives. It goes to Tino, Zach, Meatball, Ethan, Tyler, and Logan. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Definitely going to be a chocolate-themed date. That's the most we ever learn of that. And Logan pipes up and says, you know, usually seeing your name on a date card is instant gratification. But this one is mixed feelings for me. And all the men are like, I mean, yeah, we also wanted the one-on-one. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, no, the opposite of that. By the way, does it ever get easier or harder for you guys to say meatball seriously when you're doing this? Or is it? A- I feel like I've, there's been so many other concerning things. It's just, it's normal now. Okay. Just yeah. Meatball's me. like the least of the worries. Here I committed where, early I, to I like, meatball. Okay, okay. I like only have positive associations with meatball now. So it's, it doesn't cool. even register. I just want to, like Claire didn't flinch. And I was just concerned there for a second when she's like, <laughs> Nate, well, you meatball. should be concerned for us. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm concerned. Many reasons. For yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show like how adaptable the human mind is and how you can really get used to like anything yes. after a couple weeks. And oh. so <laughs> 
I love that Logan is making all these little speeches in front of the guys in which he's hinting that he's not into Rachel, but he's not actually telling anyone that. So they're all just like completely like they're they're like listening to his comp- confession, but they don't know what it means because he hasn't completed the confession. Like what producer is getting Logan to make these speeches? Right. It's so bizarre. Um, and this means that Avon is getting the one-on-one date. Sweet um, Avon. I like him. He's so cute. Me too. He's so cute. It's been coming. They've been having really um, intimate, promising one-on-one time. time. Yeah. Yeah. So Logan decides that before the group date, he needs to dump Rachel. Obviously, now is the time. God forbid she get to enjoy her group date, feeling good about things, and maybe get dumped afterward when she has some time to collect herself. It's got to happen right now. So he puts on his drapiest tee and he (laughs) knocks on her door. (laughs) These men, though, they do not know how to dress. I mean, it's better than Clayton wearing the hoodie underneath the blazer or whatever, but like far, I mean, God. I mean, it's not far off. He's really, he's, he's doing a sexy male fashion look. um, And (laughs) he wants Rachel to really feel what she's losing. He knocks on her door. Rachel, let's talk about Rachel's fashion. Meanwhile, today for this date, they have put her in khaki coveralls. (laughs) What is going on with this styling? I know we disagree about some of the fashion in this episode. <laughs> I actually thought she finally had some some look? kind of fun looks mm. that I liked. This one was like neutral for me. It wasn't great. It wasn't Yeah, awful. it was neutral. It was beige. It was literally, it was literally neutral. neutral. Yeah, it was the, the color of her. It was the definition yeah, I, of a neutral outfit is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was just concerned like as someone who sweats like khaki, like that would really show and it sounds Any like the amount of sweat. It sounds like a chocolate themed date. Like this is risky as hell. Yeah, it is. Unless it's supposed to be covering up her cute outfit underneath because it does very much look like the clothing you would put on to paint a house. <laughs> and they're like, let's keep her cute outfit protected by these khaki coveralls. And so she can whip it off after the chocolate portion. But poor Rachel is out here like getting ready. <laughs> Is she, yeah, is the assumption finally that feeling she, confident? She chooses her own outfits, or we have no. The the leads are styled. No, every styled. episode they don't bring yeah. anything of their own. Not really. Okay. They're pretty much one hundred percent styled. I mean, they do try to. I think they work with the stylist to some extent to to yeah. um come I up with a look read, that speaks to their personal style. But I I did read an interview with Carrie Fetman, the stylist, where he was like, they made this decision about the two bachelorettes, like literally weeks before yeah. filming and it was really hard yeah. to pull double the outfits and like get orders in and we were traveling so yeah that might also have control okay. there might not have been as many options mm-hmm. listen carrie we know you did your best yeah. um but regardless neither of them is looking to me their most formal their most elegant for this conversation but that's okay because it's not going to be a fun conversation Logan comes in, they sit down, and he says, I never got a chance to tell you just how honored I am whenever you put a rose on me. This man learned, like, the compliment sandwich. I will say, I was surprised by how not egregiously cruel this method of delivering it was, because so many of the guys have been such overt assholes. 
And he seemed like he put some thought into being he, gentle. He did. he did explain his side. Because in theory, like, strip away all the negativity that happened to Rachel. If for some reason you think you like someone and then you do switch, like, human beings, like, in real life, you can't really help yes. that. Like, you, like you yeah. can't really help who you no. like. Like, it's not his fault in that way. You know what I mean? I agree. I have no, I have actually have no problem with him feeling these things, feeling conflicted or coming to Rachel and, and telling her, uh, do you have some other issues with him? Yeah. Would you have preferred it to happen after the group date or before he accepted the rose last week? Like what's the good timeline for you guys of like, I think it should have happened last week, but having, yes. Okay. Okay. But having made it to this, and I think honestly, there is a kindness in doing something that is frowned upon, but that has happened, which is like, as the rose ceremony is starting, if the cocktail party has been canceled, being like, Rachel, I'd like to talk to you right now, if that's okay. Right. Just like get, like give her a shot, perhaps, at like still having that rose to give out. You know what I mean? That like he could have found a way to talk to her before the rose ceremony last week. Failing that, get through this group date and then tell her the next morning while she has some downtime before her one-on-one and give her a day to recover and to think that he should dump her right before a group date after everything she's been through right. is like I deranged. mean I'm sure production was like you, you have to either do it. do it now or you don't get to go on like any dates with Gabby that's probably oh, production production <laughs> so evil so <laughs> So he does do the compliment sandwich. Unfortunately, this means that Rachel at first feels really amazing and and optimistic. She's beaming. She's like, oh, it's so good to hear that. And then he's like, but something has been holding me back. And her expression falls. She knows what's about to happen, more or less. She's just like, she's been through this so many times that you can see her just be like, okay. Yeah, resigned. We're doing doing this thing fucking again the only yeah. thing i'll say at least about this is that i granted i understand that there's a million cameras around but just for bachelor sake like it's probably more embarrassing to get rejected in front of gabby in front of all the guys at least this was more private so that she could true. like just react to him i will yeah. say that that seemed a I little i think that better. is actually i think that well, is actually true obviously the thing that should have happened is that he should have made this meeting happen before now right we don't know the role that production played in that or that logan played in that but you know private is definitely always better but also earlier is always oh, of course better. of course of course um or not right before a date that she presumably wants to be in a good mood for anyway He does the compliment sandwich. He tells her, like, initially, I shared a connection with both of you. I originally thought after, you know, I explored both those connections that I would get a rose from Gabby. And, you know, it's been hard for me to forget about her, though I have, like, you know, enjoyed getting to know you. And I can't go on the date today. And I need to step away from pursuing this relationship. And then he's like, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I'm a fool. Look at you. I'm surprised you gave me a chance in the first place. And I'm like, are you surprised, Logan? Are you surprised I gave you a chance yeah. in the first place? Did you look in the mirror and call yourself a fool? Because I don't think that like, happened. I don't think I don't so. Think yeah. so. <laughs> he looked in the mirror and was like, you got you this, dude. Go after Gabby. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> he's like, you're following your heart. No one can fault you for that, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel is... Pissed. Rachel also hears this little speech and is like, 
that didn't fucking happen. This guy has been stringing me along and this is bullshit. She's like, listen, you accepted all my roses. So obviously I'm surprised to hear that you've been having doubts. And look, sure, if that's where your heart is, I can't fault you for that. I appreciate you telling me, but I wish you'd brought it to me earlier. And then Logan tries to give his same little speech again. Actually, I think we have a clip of this. It's also not something that I've been sure of until recently. Like, of course, the first thing I think when this first popped into my head was like, you're crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. look at Rachel, look at who she is. Hey, you don't have to explain that. You don't have to keep going. I got it. You know, I'm not trying to be mean. I just, I I get it. Good for her. You know what? I loved that. I loved that moment so much. Because she's just like, Like, I'm being respectful to you. I'm respectful of your feelings. But stop playing. But I don't need you to condescend to me. Like, this feels like shit. And there's nothing you're going to say that's going to make it not feel like shit. So stop. Like, yeah. When someone tries to do that who's just rejected you, you're like, I don't really need you to tell me I'm great. Right. Someone being like, yeah. I know I should like you and I don't. But I just it's don't. just like yeah. it, it's like the opposite of a compliment. Like I know you're trying <laughs> to do that, but it's just like it does not feel good. Like, no. It was just I thought she responded in such a mature I love way. she did. I was, love she was how like, I'm she not being mean. Yeah. Strategically. I love how she strategically interrupts. Like she's not an interrupter. She always gives people space to talk. But when she is like, I simply don't need to hear this anymore and they don't deserve to say this to me again, she shuts it down. She's just like, enough. It's so great. I love it. Um, And she walks him out. And and that's that. After this, Rachel is predictably in tears. She's like, everyone is leaving me. I felt so hopeful about Logan. I even gave him my first group date rose. But the whole time he was wondering how to tell me that he didn't even want to be here. And there hasn't even been one week that someone has stayed all week. Like, why am I here? Like, every week someone leaves me. It's constant rejection. And she's like, everyone is basically going to leave. Why don't they all just leave now? Then I don't have to say I quit. And I don't want to do this anymore. This is this is extremely rough. I, I actually started, like, tearing up watching this whole segment because I felt... I, like, could, felt like I could feel what she was feeling, and it made me so sad. She's just exhausted. Yeah. It's truly, like, when you, like, feel really excited about someone, and then they not only dump you, but they're, like, ever since the beginning, I've really felt like something was missing. <laughs> and right. you're, like, oh, oh, oh. So, like, none of she that feels was good. stupid. I was going to say, she yeah. feels like a chump. Like, she feels like she was completely let on, and, like, to come off of last season, then do this, and then have to, like compete with Gabby and then just do it all so publicly. It's like, yeah, this poor girl cannot catch, cannot catch a break. Even though if as a viewer, I felt like her connection with like Tino and other guys was certainly stronger. I never thought she was going to end up with Logan, I will say, but I'm not her. I I just, I do feel for her here. That's got to just be so rough. Yeah. Yeah. I think even if you have good connections, it's like. It's tough. First of all, she doesn't know any of them that well. So how can she really trust any of them? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And there's always the the overwhelming feeling that that he's not the only one, that he's like representative because. Right. She trusts her instincts there and they were wrong. 
kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went through all my years of dating waiting for every single guy to reveal that he was never that into me. Like, (laughs) always on the defensive, you know, being like, I can't, like, humiliate myself by acting confident that he's into me because how stupid will I be looking and to I him mean, a lot if of he's them not? didn't and, do that in my experience. Like, right. the number of times that I would finally be like, okay, I'm going to tell my friends about this person. I'm going to get excited. And then the next time I'd see them, they'd be like, I'm not into you. And you just, you just, you, it beats you down. It's not even, like, necessarily about each individual it's the aggregate. And I do feel like that's what we're seeing from Rachel. That is why she's so impacted by this. It actually is really hard to be vulnerable by acting confident with the other guys to go back out and be like, well, Tino seems like he's really into me. But if I act confident in that and flirt with him and like act like somewhat assured of his feelings, then I could look like an idiot again next week. And so what if I just pull back and I close off? It's it's really not the position the bachelorette is supposed to be in. No, I think, or maybe like no. once in a season. As a gay woman, like not that rejection doesn't happen in communities outside of heterosexuality, because obviously, like I've been rejected <laughs> and I've rejected other people, but it does feel like men are just like incapable of handling communication like this appropriately. Like there are definitely mixed signals here. Like. I think they just don't want to hurt this fragile being that is this woman, but therefore them doing that hurts them even more by like protecting them. It's this weird male thing. They just like cannot get it right ever. And I feel like there is also a sense in which like the gamification of pursuing women can, can be harmful too, that it's like, Oh, well, like I was just playing the game of like seeing how much I could get her to like me and like, whoops, now she likes me. And like, I actually don't want to see this through. So like, I don't want the responsibility yes. of that. So, right. Yeah. 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 It just sucks. And The Bachelorette is always at risk of this, but, like, this season worse than ever. Meanwhile, the group date has actually begun as Rachel is, like, taking off her coveralls and getting into a robe and sobbing her makeup off. The guys are just, like, striding joyous- joyously around Bruges, like, saying hello to horses and, like, watching men so wrestle in chocolate. bad for them. They were definitely going to have a chocolate wrestling. Oh, that was yes, it. They, they were setting that up, right? Like that. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, we're going to get the wrestling match." This like, and it's not like they people were like, just maybe... are randomly wrestling in chocolate in the streets of Bruges. That was a group date. To be fair, they had that, that was, random guy showering though in the beginning. So I was like, maybe this is just a little <laughs> touch of what Bruges has to offer. You know, like, just it's just sampling. like cultural filler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it really was. I, it felt like they were like, well, Rachel's not here yet. So I guess just like do another lap around the Truly, canal. Right. It's like getting right. darker and darker. And you They're see like the guys the just like corners. Oh, confidently walking in a group, smiling just as they were four hours earlier. <laughs> They're just like, keep They're going, like, guys. Another so lap. So weird. Logan's not with us. But uh guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ethan's like, course, that will give me more opportunity to talk to Rachel. And I'm like, Ethan, no, a guy and a bachelorette are absent without any explanation from this group date. You're fucked. <laughs> like, this is not good. Right. So Rachel is in a state and she needs, she needs help. I think we have a little clip of what Rachel is feeling at this moment. This is two weeks before hometowns this is happening. Like, I should have at least seven guys who want to be here for me, and I don't. <laughs> like, I'm literally just a, like, such a failure as a bachelorette. <laughs> it just 
just makes me so sad. If production made this happen, Ugh. which they at least had the power to prevent, but they might have actually engineered it to happen on purpose. That is so fucked up. I mean, as someone who like, I always say that like no one could be harder on me than me. Like when I mess up, like I am just so hard on myself. Like, I don't know if it's a female thing or whatever. And her just, you know, we're going to get to this about Jesse. Just like, I can tell she's just trying to be this like really great bachelorette. And like, that's Ugh. all she wants to do. And like, find love, obviously, but just like really ace it. And there's so much of me in that, that I just like my heart yes. breaks for her a little bit of just being like, God, I know what that fucking feeling is like, you know, it's just. Yeah. It's and also that feeling of trying to like steal yourself over and over again and be like, I'm going to be fine. I'm, I'm going to hype myself up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you reach a point and you're like, I don't have it in me. Yeah. And so yeah. Jesse does knock on the door and he's like there for his little, I'm going to pump you up champ convo. He's like, so Rachel, this- what's up? <laughs> like, he tell, doesn't know. tell daddy Jesse everything. Yeah. Like, like he wasn't there in the meeting when they're like, we're going to fucking destroy Rachel. This week. <laughs> right. Listen to what we got in our back pocket. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel for her here though. For sure. So Rachel fills in and she's like, it feels like we should be past the point of people changing their minds, but like it keeps happening. It seems like it might continue happening going forward that these guys might just not want to be with me. And she tells him her walls are going up and it's not fair to the men who have to keep picking her back up, but like she can't get any momentum. So like what, what she's supposed to do about it? Jesse nods. He's like, yes, it's so hard. And he's like, look, it's impossible to be a perfect lead. I wanted to be the perfect bachelor. And we all know that he really was he not the up perfect a name. bachelor. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he literally called the wrong name. Like, yeah. how much more of a basic failure can you have? And he's like, look, the whole point is just to get a guy to propose to you at the end. And that is still totally in play. It's like, we can complete play. that pass. That's happening. Like, her path to love <laughs> is actually, like, it's there. Like, those guys seem to really be into her there doesn't there seem is to be any least, wavering anymore there's at least one guy in that group who will definitely propose to her like <laughs> definitely and jesse jesse's like look there's no playbook here but we can get the result so what do you want to do about <laughs> all those guys who are just taking an extended walk around and around and around bruges waiting for you and i think we all know what's coming yep. because rachel has ungotten ready for her date and Jesse Palmer has to be sent to intercept the guys mid 47th lap of the city, still trying to look like they just arrived. (laughs) And he's like, Rachel has decided to cancel the date because of some things that went down. And they're all like, "Hmm, I wonder if that has to do with Logan. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder why he's not here. Oh, trying not to cause drama. So weird. Hmm. Uh. Um, Speaking of Logan, he is ready to talk to Gabby because he's he's finished this charade. Yeah. He simply, oh my God, simply could not. Meanwhile, he's with Rachel being like, it wasn't fake. I just like didn't know. I couldn't decide. And then cut to his in the moment. He's like, like, that was a charade. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, I was like, wait, is it hard for you to decide or did you know all along? Because you're playing two sides here, but okay. Yeah. And when he's on his own, he's definitely much more like, well, faking it didn't work out. So back to plan B. So he's ready to tell Gabby. And he's like, I know that it's unlikely that Gabby will feel the same way. And if I end up going home, it'll be for a good reason. 
because I actually went after what my heart wanted. Yep. He he thinks so highly of what he's doing. He's oh noble. My God. And he's noble. he gives these like little speeches. Yes, he thinks he's noble. Right. He's like, I am honest. I'm honest. I'm a good man <laughs> just fighting for what the heart wants. That's right. mm. Could there be anything more glorious? <laughs> the valiant hero I'm on so the So happy lady. I don't date men. I just like every time I come on here, I'm just re-reminded of my gayness. <laughs> and I'm just very happy by it. I leave satisfied. I mean, I'm happy that I don't date. So like we're, <laughs> we're all just like feeling good right now. Sorry to sorry to Rachel. So he <laughs> knocks on Gabby's door. Gabby invites him in, wary, but also maybe a little bit excited. We talked last week about whether Meatball was maybe her one overlap or the one overlap between the two women. I actually felt like Logan was the one overlap. Yes. And that is sort of the impression that we get from this conversation. Logan tells her that he's been wanting to talk to her for a while. Another little dis, like misleading thing, I think, that he said to Gabby. He says, I was on fire for you at the mansion, and I was hoping for a rose from you. He admits that he told Rachel that he doesn't want to pursue her anymore, and Gabby asks how she took it. And he's like, she understood, but she was frustrated, and I know you guys are very close, so like, I don't understand. Expect um, an answer immediately. I was glad that he, he re- said that. He did acknowledge like them and their, like, friendship, and probably that Gabby wanted to touch base with Rachel. Like, he wasn't like, no, I need an answer now. Like, it yeah. did seem like kind of a mature-ish conversation outside of the timing. Yeah, I had honestly a bigger issue with how he, like, spoke in his ITMs and yeah. than he did, than the way he spoke to either of the women, because he had seemed to, like, think it through and be gracious yeah. to an extent in that. yeah. So then uh, I think we have a little clip of what Gabby tells Logan. Like in the beginning, like you you were the only one that both of us felt like we could comfortably say, you know, I'm into him. And then that night when you came over and you had kissed both of us and it sounded like you and her had a really great conversation, I like completely backed away. But that's when I was like, dang, like I, you know, am very interested and it might not be as easy for me to let go of my feelings, but we are on our separate journeys now. And I just want to check in with Rachel. Yeah, this was kind of what got me was that he was the only guy that I think if he had rejected Rachel's rose, he might have gotten one from Gabby at that first rose ceremony. And he chose not to take that gamble like all the other guys did who, you know, got sent home. Right. And they they all embarrassed Rachel and hurt her. But I don't think that they can be faulted for doing it at that first opportunity. Well, that's the thing. You can't really help how you feel. So part of it is like, I can't believe they reject her. I'm like, yeah, but better to reject now than later. And like, I do remember thinking at the time about Logan, I was like, I can't believe he accepted the rose. Like, I remember thinking he was more into Gabby just from what I was seeing. So I was very shocked by that. I think he was hedging his bets and he wanted to make it far in this show, which like, I get they all want to do that. But now he's like, well. Meatball did this crazy thing where he really genuinely didn't know which one he liked better. And he rejected a rose anyway. Right. Even though there was no evidence that Gabby liked him that much. And 
Logan was like the polar opposite. Like he definitely could have gotten Gabby's rose if he had been upfront and told Rachel no to that first rose. And he was like, no, I want to keep going at all costs. Right. Right. So Gabby is like, I want to always, always, always put my friends first. But honestly, yes, I have been interested in you. I am interested in you. So Logan is thrilled with this outcome. Gabby seems pretty happy as well. And now Logan has to go chill in one of the 5,000 other suites on the ship that aren't in either clubhouse because he is now in limbo. It's purgatory. Logan is really just spending a lot of time walking like the empty halls of this ship by himself. Yes. And and looking out to the sea. So creepy. Yes. (laughs) Imagine just like being on a ship that enormous that is already like mostly empty and now you're like in isolation. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's terrifying. (laughs) Uh, so Gabby goes to see Rachel. She knocks on Rachel's door and Rachel's like, so you heard what happened? And Gabby's like, yes, he came and talked to me. And Rachel has had a chance to collect herself. And she's like, look, I get that he's following his heart, but it's been a few weeks. Like how many roses was he going to take before he jumped over to you? I feel like he was just trying to get as far as he could. And Gabby at this point, is like, so he told you right before the group date. How did the group date go after that? That must have been really hard. And Rachel's like, oh, I didn't go. I couldn't go. Gabby's mouth is like a gate. Gabby's yeah. like, oh, you didn't go on the group date. And Rachel's like, well, I asked the guys for 100%. I didn't feel I could give that to them while I was feeling so humiliated and like such a failure. because This was humiliating. And Gabby's like, yes. <laughs> That's her main so, word, though, that she does use a lot of yes, you know, like a supportive. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she says she says, you know, I would feel the same way. Like right. they're in a tough yeah. position. It's just here. very awkward because obviously Gabby's goal out of this conversation on some level is to be like, can I pursue Logan? Yes. And Rachel is feeling very raw and emotional. And they both do their absolute best to navigate this. I think we have. Uh, a clip of of how they end up hashing out the Logan situation. What are you, how are you feeling? Because, like, I want you yeah. to get what you need out of this, if that's yeah. something you want to pursue. I don't ever want to put you in a place by, like, having to see him or, you know. I don't want you to be thinking about me so much that you, like, if there, you genuinely think something could be there, that you lose it. They're both just being so considerate. Yeah. yeah they're so... They're, they're just, like, trying to be so friends. Thoughtful. They actually are. Like, I have been in this situation where it's like, Rachel knows that Gabby wants to pursue. Gabby knows that she's uncomfortable saying this. But they yeah. both love each other more than anyone. And they want to be supportive. And it's just, like, this was a really interesting thing, I think, just to extrapolate with, like, in real life, with real friends of, like, kind of how to handle conflict of, like... I'm listening to you and I hear you and I hope that you know that I'm genuine too. Like, I actually thought this conversation was great between them. As, as sad as I it agree. is. Like, I agree. I think it it's great. a really difficult situation yeah. and I think that they both navigated it with like Class. a lot of empathy for the other person and, and they're tr- a lot and of they're trying to like address the other person's like primary yeah. Yeah. concern. So Rachel's like, you want to pursue things with Logan. I don't want to stand in the way of that even though obviously this has been very hard. Gabby is like, you don't want to feel like you're a failure as a bachelorette or like your guys aren't into you. And what I have for you is that you shouldn't feel that way because I see how your remaining group looks at you. They're all crazy about you. 
they're all really here for you. You deserve to like feel confident about that. And then they like hug and Rachel's like, thank you for checking in. And they leave like the two of them on really good terms, but it's clear that Gabby is interested in exploring things with Logan and Rachel is not feeling super good about that. Mostly at this point, because she's like, Logan sucks. Like, he's not trustworthy. He strung me along. What's to say he's not going to fuck over Gabby in his own special way for later in this process? She's like, I hope Gabby sends him home. From what we saw in that season preview, I'm like, she may be correct. Yeah, I'm sure she she is correct. But that's also the thing. It's like Logan rejecting Rachel isn't Gabby's fault. So it's kind of like Gabby gets to pursue this. Should be free morally to pursue it. She's not doing anything wrong. Rachel's obviously not doing anything wrong. It's just that, like, it all feels wrong with, like, no blame Mm. to really put anywhere. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. And I think it's just Rachel's in this weird position, too, where she's like, if you say, Gabby, he's not trustworthy, I would be cautious around him. Is that care for her or is it your jealousy and resentment? And, like, can she be confident about what's driving that, what, how would Gabby receive it? So it's better to just gently be like, he did kind of play me, but, you know, if you want to explore that, then you should. I support you. Yeah. Rather than to harp on it, which clearly Rachel is, like, really not comfortable with this, but she knows it's not going to do any good. Yeah. Yeah, and she's and she's, she's right. right. I just think they both they both handled this so well. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll, we will be right back to talk about some more dates. Can you keep up? I like love it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Emma, what's the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would it be sleep? Would it be get a delicious pastry from the bake shop around the corner? Would it be, I don't know, get some actual writing done? Yeah. Ugh. Read a book. I mean, my list is extremely long these days. There are Same. not a lot of hours to spare. And, you know, a lot of us do spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and actually make it a priority. Yeah, this is something that I am often working on with my therapist. It helps you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash love to see it. So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts. It wasn't always easy. Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola. Yes, I've thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. 
There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to think so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard to keep track of every component of the planning process. It would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly truly have it all because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids and now it's even harder because you're always doing pick up or drop off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Aloe Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in, in those spare moments when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code LTSI20. alomoves.com code LTSI20. We're back. And guess what part of the group date wasn't canceled? The fun night date where the (laughs) men are all going to have a chance to be like, I hope we weren't going to do anything too fun in Bruges. Ha ha. Great to see you. You look beautiful, Rachel. (laughs) Oh, oh, we're back on this shit. (laughs) Yeah. Again. Again. Oh, we love it here. So red. Uh, I love how there are no windows in this room. Anyway, uh, They're all downcast and sad. They didn't get to do any chocolate wrestling. Rachel enters in a mini dress with a giant sequin flower. This was one of my favorite. This was like this was very Carrie Bradshaw to me. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I was super into this. Rachel looks very composed. She looks confident. The like outfit is a little bit riskier and more interesting than what we've normally seen her dressed in. And her hair is like flowing. She just She's like entering she's this with like a good energy. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't yeah. know if she looks confident, but she looks resigned and calm. <laughs> she looks she like she's given up. Like she's about to shatter. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's like I'm here and I'm in one piece. Currently. Yeah, and not she's like my spirit. Yeah, not, <laughs> she's like my spirit has been fully broken, so there is nothing left that can happen exactly. today. Right. Right. She's. <laughs> She sits down and very calmly is like, Logan told me today that he wanted to pursue Gabby and that was our greatest fear. So obviously this has been extremely difficult. I didn't think it would happen this late in the process, but here we are. Anyway, 
no one has to be here. So if you don't want to be here, please please tell me now. Like, I can't keep doing this every week. She literally does, I think, on some level, expect all of them to leave. Like, I think that if each one of them left at this point and was like, listen, you're great, but like, I guess I just don't super want to be here. She would be like, yep, that tracks. And now I get to go home. The other men, though, look confused because I think the group that is left, they're really into her. Yeah, because she did have she had a core group of guys who were like going taking turns to reject Gabby. Yeah. At the the date before that third episode rose ceremony. So she has some guys who have been really laser focused on her. And most of them are really hoping to spend this time making her feel better. So Ethan grabs her first. Um, I think Ethan is not long for us because he based, this is like the first time we've really seen them get one-on-one time. But he puts in a good showing. He tells her, like, you handled this with such composure and grace. You don't have to apologize for canceling. We understand. You know, I love seeing you smile. I want to make you smile every day. And she's like, thank you. Let's kiss. <sighs> And then it's Tino's turn. I think we have a little clip of Tino's attitude going into his one-on-one time. Mm. The other guys, they're in a different place than me. They all have expressed that they want to make sure she's happy and feels like a million bucks tonight. And that's all amazing. It is. And I want to do the same. But I want to touch on how I feel. This is for us. I wanted to do something special for you. I actually was pretty hurt. You know, I see Rachel as my future person. And it didn't sit the best with me. I am livid with Tino (laughs) right now. This is unacceptable. (laughs) Do not make this about you right now, Tino. Rachel has been going through hell. But but isn't it also encouraged, like, as a general rule, that the bachelorettes want to see the men, like open up emotionally in some sort of way and say they're I do not want to learn that my future partner is going to choose a time when I'm at my absolute lowest to open up emotionally and be like, you really disappointed me by being sad earlier. Claire, to be fair. (laughs) Are you kidding me? When you're busy crying and bitching, we could have had a moment together and that could have been a moment with my wife. (laughs) So why don't you get your shit together? Listen, you really stole a moment between me and my future wife, which is you, (laughs) but not the sad version of you crying in your stateroom the version of you that's having fun you took it away from us because with me you would always have fun (laughs) you're not allowed to be sad about anyone else and I was like Tino this is really starting to feel like that's my woman she's not allowed to be emotionally affected by anyone else if she likes me and like it was very terrible my guy for sure. You gotta you gotta dial that back. I could just see him thinking to himself though that it's gonna win me points by being like this opposite, but like because I like you so much type of openness. Yes. Like I could see him thinking he was gonna get rewarded for that. And it and, and it, it does. And I, Correct. I will say he does deliver his message to her in a much softer way than he does the camera. The, actually, yes. that contrast made me the most unsettled. Like, the fact that he's sitting there being like, oh, they all want to make Rachel feel, like, so good, and, like, that's great for them. But, like, I've got some, like, shit that, like, really bothered me that I want to talk to her about. Like, okay, like, I don't appreciate that you're talking in that tone about them wanting to comfort Rachel after what an extremely difficult time she's been having. 
And then to sit down with her and to be so like to couch it so nicely. It's like the Logan thing. It feels it yeah. feels a little dishonest. It feels like he's like playing up the sensitive soft side of it to her. But in reality, there's like it's coming from an uglier place for me, which is like he feels like by her suffering this, something was taken away from him. And that's what this conversation should be about. <sighs> and like, I do think that there is a place for contestants to have their own hurt feelings and to share that with the lead and to bond through that. But like, sometimes it really does not bode well for how they're going to handle, handle the later parts. Right. It does. This is not a good sign for me. So he's like, she's actually going out of her way to make a special moment for him here. She's like, I ordered us a little bottle of champagne, a special spot. Cause like, I love you so much. You're my favorite. And he's like, great. Well, I'll take any piece of you I can get. And what I want to do with this little piece is talk about how we lost something during that day date that we could have made into a beautiful moment. And I felt really hurt and unseen. And she like starts to apologize. And he's like, I don't want to make you feel bad. And she's like, no, no, I want you to tell me your feelings. That's so great. She truly is. And understandably seeing this is just like, he's invested enough in our relationship to like have a feeling about it. And she's feels that that is lacking in her group. So she really needs that. And I think (sighs) I would feel the same way if I hadn't also seen what he said to the camera and then seen the season preview. I'm like, I'm and the season preview is dark, but I did already feel that way. Just from the contrast. The contrast. But the season preview, I was like, okay, yeah, shit's going down. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I want to keep building things the right way. And she is so overjoyed. She kisses him passionately. She is feeling so hopeful. And I'm like, what is he going to be like when you have a bunch of flights in a row and he's feeling really hurt and unseen at home because your career is taking precedent? I'm just like, I'm extrapolating. I'm not seeing good things. The other guys are all just like, let's make Rachel feel good. Meatballs like, we waited for you to have beer and waffles. And Tyler's like, let's go make out in this room full of mirrors with stars. And Tyler is you're such an earnest little sweet He's like, you ball. are in the stars, He is, Rachel, but he's like star. eight years old. Like, <laughs> oh, like, no, he's like child. a tiny little, like, like child who's be, who's so, so oversweet. Like, what's like, he going to do in the fantasy like, suite? Like, lay down a towel before they have sex? Like, what's honestly, he going to do? that sounds really considerate. I think the, the thing for me with Tyler is that a little, like, I do get sort of the vibe of, like, that guy friend you would have in, like, high school or college who just really wants a girlfriend. Like, egg, any girl. He's just like, I just <laughs> love love, and I just want someone to be in love with me. And you're like... Okay, that's very sweet, but like, you know. He's really good looking, though. That's the thing, too, is like, I actually think he's, he's like cute. one of the cuter guys, like, objectively, one of yeah. the cuter guys. It's just, he like, I think he's really cute. He's so young like, to me. So young. He, he's the same age as Rachel. So I'm sure, again, it's like our like 30, yeah. mid 30s, like, bias coming out. Yeah. Because um, he and Rachel are the same age. That is true. So, like, I think it's his if energy I was too. Though. I would like it is his energy. It's actually more his energy because the looks wise, I'm like, Ooh. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's very cute and sweet. But it is the it's crazy to me that he was like with a woman that he bought a house for, right, and their future together. And like, it's hard for me to like register that someone so like cherubic and like sentimental and sweet and boyish like has that in his history. I'm like, how? Like, there's more to that story. It does, there has to I be. want a timeline. I want to know <laughs> right. which years specifically all of this took place. Whatever. Tyler is very sweet. I think he's going to make it far, but I don't see him with Rachel at the Me end. Neither. 
Well, we'll see how many other people leave. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Rachel. I hope no one. Um, Zach sort of cradles her and is like, I was so worried about you today. But like, if you ever need to like get some feelings out, you can yell. And they scream together. (laughs) He's being very, very mischievous. He was like, if you ever need to like work out some like frustrations. And I was like, are you going to like offer sex on demand to Rachel? And no, it's the screaming thing. I mean, she, that's probably more what she needs, but. (laughs) She looked intrigued for a second. Then she was like, oh, screaming. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll take screaming. Screaming will probably feel (laughs) cathartic too. Uh. After these conversations, I think that it's clear that Tino's gambit was a smart one because all of the guys took the same approach with her except for Tino. And that necessarily stood out. It seemed more real. It differentiated him. And so she offers the group date rose to Tino. He gets rewarded. And all the guys who actually... He gets rewarded rewarded for it. I'm just saying. It's like classic Bachelor, like, equation of them being, you know, like... For his vulnerability... Also, I'm like, is it point, vulnerable like, to try to, like, make her feel guilty? I question that. <laughs> they get rewarded, though, Whatever. for being like, you know, I've had my heart broken, too. It's like, we're all walking out here with broken hearts. That's not special. Yeah. Like, you're not special. Like, everyone's <laughs> yeah. got a broken heart. Everyone Come does. Come on. <sighs> We've all been out in these streets yes! dating, okay? Yeah. All the poor guys who actually tried very hard to comfort her look so sad. And Tino's like, yeah, I bitched to her about how she canceled our date. And I got the rose. So, I made her yeah, feel bad. So feels good. I win. <laughs> yeah. I win. Um, he's like, this rose means the most of all of my roses because it is resemblant of hard days in a relationship. And mm. he just loves those, apparently. <laughs> it's now Gabby's group date day. And Logan is wishing and waiting and hoping to hear from her but alas he is not on the date instead gabby welcomes michael spencer jason nate eric and mario to bruges gabby let's talk about gabby's styling she is wearing a truly wild daytime outfit it's like it's a like sexy wig. yeah <laughs> yes it's a switch it's a switch outfit it's like a black long sleeve super crop top and a long black skirt they're trimmed in lace and she's wearing over the knee black boots you can see through like the skirt slit like super not a daytime look I was like what is this also what's the point of it being a crop top but also long sleeves that feels like oh I actually like that I I would like (laughs) it's a it's a styling choice okay okay (laughs) This is what the kids are wearing these reminding days. And yes, I do in include the, Emma in that. Reminding everyone in the audience I'm a gay woman. Just reminding them in case they don't understand my questions of fashion. Because I, okay. Sexy it's to show off your. It's to show off your waist, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think so. I, I prefer a crop top that meets my high-rise bottoms. But um, Gabby's a little more daring. It's a totally fine look for me if it is like a sexy witch night date, but it was like a lot for walking around for some tourists. Some waffles. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't wear that for waffles. Um, And that's why I'm not the bachelorette. So struck by how great Gabby's core group of dudes is. Like they all seem to be getting along. They like they just have like a really good energy between all of them. I'm like, yeah. I would hang out with these dudes. I, uh, Seems fun. I also think Gabby kind of sets the tone for that because she's so goofy. Like, she just wants to have a good time and be, like, really... She's very sweet. She's very funny. Like, 
I think her personality sets the tone for that. Not that it's Rachel's fault yeah. about anyone else. I'm just saying her and her atmosphere is very like happy and fun. Her and sense easy. of comfort. Yeah. Yeah. It's just easy. Yeah. yeah. She has a sense of comfort that is partly due to her circumstances compared to Rachel. But I also think that like there is sort of a classic bachelorette approach of being like, I need to make the guys compete for me. I'm like, I need to see who's going to really struggle to the top. And that just hasn't really been Gabby's approach. Like she's just like, I just love hanging out with you guys. Like we're all having so much fun. And I do think that is infectious. Um, And they get waffles at a street stand. They get on a little riverboat to tour the city. Um, And they, I think Gabby and Eric both, at the waffle stand, lean down they to do. feed themselves whipped cream directly from like the spigot. Which it is seems gross. like a major health code. That's violation. what I said. I was like, did they just close it down and then they sanitize everything? Like, I don't. That is not that. a can I of hope red. So it's COVID. Like, what are we doing here? We just started doing travel again. But did you guys also think that when she was filling up with whipped cream, that he was going to like kiss her and they were going to like smash faces yes. and like just ne- and then he, he just went was like, for well, the I want, yeah. I want that. <laughs> Which it is awkward on group dates. Later, I think awkward, but also later Jason. Later Jason steals a very chaste kiss, and everyone is like, "Whoa, he (laughs) kissed her in front of us." So I think if they'd done a messy whipped cream makeout, it would have been like kind of a lot for the setting. So he was like, "The closest thing I can do is to put my mouth where her mouth just was, and where soon traces of us will be on waffles all over years to come." Yes, (laughs) super spreader waffle feeding of 2022 and eric is just like it's weird having six of us but like we all just want to impress gabby and she looks hot so it's fun to impress her we're having a great time as long as we don't have to physically fight so obviously they will now at some point have to physically fight on this date. and as long as she looks physically hot that's it. That's yes. the standard. Well, of course. That's well, it's given. not fun to have to try to impress a girl who isn't hot. Just I think that not dressed like a sexy witch. How boring is that? <laughs> How boring is that? What if it were just Gabby, but she was wearing khaki coveralls? <laughs> How would they feel about it? Then? <laughs> oh, poor Rachel. Rachel. Rachel should get to wear the sexy witch outfit too. Yeah, she should. They play some pickup soccer with some little boys, which allows Gabby to assess their dad qualities, how comfortable are they playing soccer with the boys, picking them up physically so they can cheat at soccer with the little boys. It was but pretty Na- cute. Nate they all dad, seemed... so he did that yeah. nicely. It was a good thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's very cute, but the boys do beat Be them, young. which is like, they're really young. So like, <laughs> yikes. I'm not confident about America's chances at the next World Cup after this. No, no athletic prowess <laughs> in Gabby's male group of guys. That made me like them yes. more, to be honest. <laughs> so then they're at an outdoor bar when a very muscular, bald gentleman in a very tight black tank top emerges with two buckets of fish on ice. And he has Eric play rock, paper, scissors with him. When Eric loses, Eric gets slapped with the fish. And then he laughs. That's the Belgian game. It is All not the, men the Belgian are like game. Losing yeah. it over this. <laughs> this is like obvious. This is Monty Python. Like what what are we doing here? This is not some sort of Belgian game. It's like in America you go to bars and they have Jenga. In Belgium you go to bars and they have buckets you of fish you can slap <laughs> each other with. I don't think so. Yeah, right, exactly. That's food. Uh, um, so Nate is Nate is not into this. He's like, I'd like to find whoever made this game up and 
give him a piece of my mind. And then he has a full conversation with the fish. I think we have a little clip. This is my friend Flipper here. Uh, say what up, Flipper. What up, dog? You know, uh, I feel like Gabby likes me. Yeah, she was feeling you. She didn't want you to see you snapped by us, but you know what? YOLO! <laughs> for show, for show. The maturity <laughs> on these men. The disgusting thing about I loved the, it. I thought it was so but did you funny. see right I, before when he get when he gets slapped, there's like fish gut blood that like slides down his neck and you just see Gabby like wipe it away. And I was like, ew, like what do these men smell like after this? Like I, Terrible. Awful. They're all they're all handling this much better than I would. Than um, I would. Well, frankly. they could never do this for a women. Well, they they would because they don't give a fuck. But like you do this for a woman's date, you're like, don't, not only is that fish on my now face, my this fun. is like my full the beat that I did for seared. this date. Well, let's not forget they did film like psychiatry sessions last season. So getting slapped with a fish is probably like getting off. Yeah, easy. that's like yeah. that's yeah. easy. Very easy. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually true. Um, this is just some classic hazing. Yeah. Uh, and it's a Belgian way. Jason, Jason does do something clever here. He takes the opportunity to say, like, in America, instead of slapping with a fish, we do this. And then he leans in and kisses Gabby. And he's like a good so move. pleased with himself. He's like visibly like, yeah, I did. But that. it was also like the yeah. most delicate kiss. Like, I feel like I say bye to my dad that way sometimes. I'm like, bye, dad. Mwah. Like and was, the men are still all like, whoa. Yeah, they're like. <gasps> <laughs> Boundary crossed. That was wild. That was a he kiss. Took advantage. Jason just kissed Gabby on the mouth yes, like, in front of us. Bold move. Um, there is just something very sweet about most of her guys. Like, I, I feel like they're all just kind of soft-spoken in an interesting way because Gabby is so outspoken. Like, it feels like she likes guys who have goofy energy, but it's just so much more reserved than hers. They listen. They like deploy the goofiness at the right opportunities. Right. There doesn't. Yeah. No one's like class clown out here. No one's an obvious. Yeah. They're not just peacocking. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I feel like we know like the villain, and I don't really get that sense with her men. That there doesn't seem to be anyone that's like, oh my god, I freaking hate this guy. Like he seem. They all seem good ish. Yeah, that's why they have to add Logan to the group. Well, (laughs) yes, exactly. Logan. They're all getting along (gasps) too well. Yeah, but this is when Logan is mid-move, basically. So they're like, these guys are no drama. What if we added Logan, instant villain, instant Because at this point, all of the men are just like, wow, I'm so excited for tonight. It's just like, no drama anymore. We all get along so well. It's so awesome. We're not going to have to fight for time. Cut to the night date. And Logan, like walks in to interrupt all of Gabby's men who have really forged a wonderful and just got yeah. word. bond They're all like, other. just got word. They're all like, yeah, just, just got just word. Got word. I'm in. Came in over the wire. I got my telegram <laughs> from Gabby, my marching orders. Um, yeah, they're all just like, it's just me and my five best friends here to talk <laughs> to our girlfriend. And now here's this asshole. Logan is wearing all black and a silver chain. He is like, yes, I am the villain. I am leaning into it. <laughs> I am the heart of He's in his sexy right witch look. I felt seen because he was wearing like something I wear every day. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I get you, Logan. <laughs> I'm going to say, Darren, it looks better on Thank you. Thank you. Okay, yeah. that's a good standard. I'm seeing it right yeah. now and I'm like... <laughs> Yes. You don't have the awkward facial hair that Logan like the, has. So and, the, and like the helps. weird poofy bouffant the, hair <laughs> that he's got. Yeah. I'm like, 
Put gel in your hair. Calm it down. It gives you an extra three feet of hair. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Logan doesn't have to try. He's like, I had a conversation with a woman like a few times and looked her in the eye and they all like yep, me. Right. Yeah. I'm so honest. Convenient. I'm just following my heart. Uh, he, he's like, I'm sure you guys are curious why I'm here. I would be too. <laughs> They're like, yeah, man. <laughs> the fuck? <sighs> he's like, explains what happens. He's like, I got word tonight that Gabby wants me to join. And the guys are like, what the fuck? We totally thought that one of us was her husband and we were just going to like wait until she like carved her husband out of this group. And now it's like maybe she doesn't see her husband here because she wanted to add Logan. Doesn't make any sense. And at this point, Gabby enters in a chartreuse metallic mini dress and thanks them for the day. She's like, I had so much fun. And then she's like, Logan is here. So I guess he probably told you guys what's going on. And they're like, yes. Everyone looks so awkward, including Gabby. She's like, (laughs) Logan's here. Yeah. Uh, I guess he filled you in. Okay. She's like, I'm assuming you guys talk. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, she's like, okay, so great. Let's keep moving on with the date. And I was (laughs) like, you did that for me, Logan, buddy. Damn, Gabby. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, So she begins her conversations. Mario uh is like yeah so you brought logan in and he's been like back and forth that's crazy but anyway i am all in with you like i'm committed and she's like yes i really care for you i've never had a doubt about your intentions and i was like oh god mario's going home there's no sexual tension also i really care for you was starting to like talk to the camera and i was like oh no michael yeah not long you're you're out too buddy you're getting screen time, my guy. It's not a good sign. Yes. Oh, oh, it's very sad. Um, so meanwhile, Nate and Eric and Mike are at the bar being like, wow, Logan seemed like he was crazy about Rachel, but now he's here. And Eric is like, I think he's the most calculated guy here, which like, obviously, um, they're all really nervous that Logan is going to get the group date rose. I don't think that Gabby, I was not nervous about that because I was like, Gabby is too smart to do that. Same. Yeah. I knew she wouldn't do that. She doesn't want to rock the boat too much with her guys. Well, and it would have and... been kind of dickish for her to do that. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have been and a good move Because he wasn't even her. there for the first half. He doesn't no, it wouldn't have helped anyone. to feel safe in that way, you know? So that, I, I, oh, she's yeah. like, she's smarter than that. I knew she wouldn't do that. That would have been too dumb. I also don't think that she, it's, I don't think it's that, like, she likes him better than most no. of the men there. Like, I don't think she does. She just wants to try him right. out. Right. Yeah. She wants to be able to one day look back and be like, I explored everything with Logan and I have no regrets. And Nate sits down with Gabby and is like, you should explore every relationship because I want to be chosen by you. I love Nate so which to be much. Which to be fair is like the right thing to say. Like that's how I feel. Like I'd rather yeah. you have every single opportunity and then choose me. Because that's stronger than being yeah. like, I'm forcing you to choose me. So it was like, Nate's so adult. He's so adult. Yeah. I know. He I also calls him. Logan a bloop, which I really appreciated. <laughs> Accurate. I'm like, he is a bloop. <laughs> they snuggle. They make out. Uh, I got to really ogle his gold safety paneering. Um, yeah. So good. And his pearl necklace. He's <sighs> styling. Yes. He's inspired me to to rock pearls again. Thank you, Nate. Um Eric tells Gabby that he has feelings for her and that it's been getting hard because at first he was like really, you know, 
flying. He had like that first one-on-one and he felt like ahead of the other guys in a way. He's like, we have an established relationship. I was stealing you for kisses and still like in those group settings, feeling that connection. And now it's getting harder to not feel like lost in the crowd as the other guys are like catching up, honestly. And Gabby is like, yeah, that's normal. It's hard to have an early one-on-one, but it's not too late for us to keep growing our relationship. <laughs> and then she does talk to Logan and she's like <sighs> way too nice to him. Honestly, she's like, you must've been going through so much. And I'm like, he's fine. Yeah. He's good. He's yeah. Good. He's he, ugh. don't feel bad for him. He's not suffering. He's getting everything he wants. She's like, how do you feel? And he's like, amazing. This is what I wanted. Everything's working out for old Logan. And he's like, I know you must have had difficult conversations to have me here. And I'm very into you. So I'm glad to be here. Thank you. This is amazing. They make out. I'm like, damn it. Logan's sticking around for at least another week. Gabby offers the group date rose to Nate. His first group date rose. He's so happy. Eric is now very disheartened. And it's not bringing out a side of Eric that I love either. He's like, I don't know where I stand in the ranking anymore. I don't need to be here like eight more weeks just to see what happens. That's just a waste of my time. That's the show, dude. Like, I don't not know only is that the show, you. that's dating. That's dating. Right. That's dating. Yeah. That's what dating is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I understand <gasps> wanting to hey. know. Like, that is a human. But like, also, you're never gonna know. No one knows 100%. No one knows ever. 100%. And We're like, also on the 50th season of this. Like, have you seen the show? Like, I'm confused. I, weirdly, I feel like guys are coming in less and less prepared every year. There'll be like two guys who know everything about the show and then there'll be like 28 guys who are like, I don't you're understand. Right. It, it, it was like when Meghan Markle said she didn't Google like Prince Harry before dating him. I'm like, you're lying or you're dumb. Like, I don't understand. It's like, how yeah. do you not know what's going on here? Like, inform yourself. The information yeah. is readily av- available. But yeah, I was getting like just shades of, oh no, Eric is on the verge of losing yeah. it because of jealousy. Correct. Yeah. Security. And like, honestly, it could go a couple of ways. I'm like, he and Tino could both be headed like I'm like you could be headed like a Sean Booth direction of just getting like really aggro mm. and scary but like still winning or you could go the direction of like a Greg and just like really losing it emotionally and like leaving in a really messy way or they could still pull it back together or they maybe. could get it together and get like a second <laughs> one-on-one and like fingers crossed feel okay yeah because <sighs> we'll I've liked both of them but I'm like not impressed right now uh, the next day, Logan wakes up feeling amazing thanks to his fantastic reconnection with Gabby. And Rachel is trying to move forward. She's on her one-on-one date with Avon. They are sitting at a cafe by the river. And she tells I, him she feels really safe with him. I like that a lot of these dates really are just them, like, walking around cities in Europe and getting to eat things. I'm like, that is my ideal Also, that's like I don't think that with It's not like sitting at the Hollywood yeah. sign from a helicopter. Well, exactly. like, that's like a that's real. Do it, right? Like, right. It's like a real yeah, date. Agreed. I actually think this can be one of the advantages of a multi-lead season is that like compared to like a bachelorette, a show with multiple leads, a dating show often doesn't need as like crazy date activities right. because they yeah. don't need to fill the screen time. Like they don't need to fill the screen time with them 
going on a helicopter ride over all of Right, Belgium. they can just go on exactly. a date. They can just right. talk like humans. Yeah. yeah, they're like, we barely have time for their conversation anyway. Let's just get them into the streets of Bruges and like maybe we'll have them make a waffle or something. Okay, done. She also is wearing another crazy day look to me. It's like a square neck leather dress with over-the-knee boots, like a long-sleeved leather dress. I liked the boots a lot. <laughs> and I think they're appropriate for the day. I've never been an over-the-knee boot person, I will admit it. But I was just like, what is going on with this look? Um, so you know if you want to buy a long-sleeve leather dress and boots and send it to one of us, send it to Emma. Because I, I, did I won't appreciate it. I the dress. I just, <laughs> just like the boots. the boots. I'll take the dress. Just for fun. Just to see. Yeah. Why not? It's probably expensive. Yeah. They would have looked sell that shit. They would look cute with another dress like that one she wore on the horrible flirting date, like the little uh, floral dress that she wore. That was pretty. Enough. I'm getting really caught up in the styling. Let's talk about the date. They get in a horse-drawn carriage. They exchange signs. He's a Scorpio. She's a Pisces. Meant to be. Apparently, this is good. I don't know enough about astrology to make anything of this. I was like, going to trust your reactions. Every couple years, I once again look up whether my and Greg signs are compatible because I just can't remember. Are they? <laughs> Even right now, I'm like, I don't remember. I have no idea. Yeah. I looked Why? it up a year or two ago, but I don't remember anymore. My girlfriend and I have the same sign. So whatever that means, there you go. That's I'm not like, good. Is that good I don't bad? know. I think I don't you're know. supposed to have different signs. You're fucked. I, I, I'm a Gemini, though, so it's like two different personalities. So it's like... Oh. Ge- I'm a Gemini, too. And my understanding is that it's us. like... Everyone hates us. Yeah, I, heard, I heard it's hard to date a Gemini. That's what I learned is, from FY Island. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's like, that's why I never And you only Gemini. had to ask Greg yeah. or Darren. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it is one of those signs that everyone's um, like, oh, I see you're a Gemini. Oh, I get it. You know, it's, supposed, yeah. it's a contentious sign. But <laughs> I think we need to be educated on, Scorpions on our and romantic fish astrology is what get I'm along, saying. I guess. Water signs, Yeah. Well, I, I think they're 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 different and that's good anyway okay so they get off at a chocolatier she tosses truffles in his mouth they he make out good. against he's a really wall he's good them quite he's able so we can yeah. see he has the sort of stinginess uh and and you know spice of a scorpion and she has the watery receptiveness of a fish <laughs> and so they they have a great physical chemistry and mostly they just make out like everywhere on this. Date. I love this for them. I was like, <laughs> Rachel deserves to just make out everywhere. with a really beautiful yeah. man. Yeah. Who's really into her. This like, is like touch uh, therapy. She's like, I loved being touched in loving ways. And I really need this right now. <laughs> they stop by three older women who are just sitting on a bench crafting. They are making lace, which is a Belgian tradition since the 15th century. Mm. And, you know, just casually, very normally, casually, one of the women is like, so what's your wedding to Avon going to be like? Does it involve this veil here? Yeah. Rachel's like a big wedding with definitely this veil. So she tries on the veil. <laughs> Avon practices folding it back for a kiss. And they practice their kiss at the altar. And the women are like, oh, yes, beautiful. And so not produced at Rachel's- all. This was natural. <laughs> this was just, this doesn't happen to you guys in Central Park? This doesn't happen? I, I'm constantly stopping by women who are making lace in public, hoping they will offer me a piece of lace. And it, <laughs> they just never do. They're, they just keep making their lace. Like, I'm not even it's there. It's so it's rude. So rude. 
Uh, Rachel's like, I've never kissed someone with a veil on my head, but it feels right. She's going to have to really enjoy that one moment in your life when you kiss someone with a veil on your head because it goes by quick. Like, I mean, you could just keep doing it. There's no rules just, here. There are there. rules. What will people think? I mean, with the outfit, put a veil on in the comfort <laughs> of the your home. With the outfit choices this season, a veil isn't that far off of a regular day-day outfit. Honestly, you're right. I don't know if I would pair it with, like, a camel color dress in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I could definitely see it maybe for an, uh, a rose ceremony. So they kiss all over Bruges and then they head out for dinner. And I think Avon says something like, I didn't know we were coming back here. And I'm like, back where? Like, what do you mean? We don't know where they right. are. I guess maybe he thought they were having dinner on the boat because they do everything on the boat. Rachel is in a black turtleneck dress with a beaded collar and cuffs and like, a sleek low pony. It's kind of like Star Trek couture, but I actually kind of liked it. I loved this look. I really liked it. I think that they've been styling her a lot with her hair down, and I like to good. see her hair back. You can really see her face, the high neck compliments, that hairstyle. It's like embellished. It's fun. She seems comfortable. This gets an A from me. Put us in charge of the styling. I mean, we are now like more interested in that than anything. Next time I see Emma, I'm going to be in that exact outfit and just to see like. I would love I it. I just want it. I, we're all getting a guide to like how to get a compliment from, from Emma, Emma on, <laughs> on our outfit. Um, and he tells her that he understands what she's going through. Security and relationships is so important for him. And he he gives her his his backstory. His parents were not together when he was growing up and he was with his mom until he was 10 and then he was with his dad for the rest of his upbringing and he actually didn't get to see his mom that often um, in person and it was really difficult. And he says that since that, they have become very close um, and he pulls out a bracelet that his mom made for him as a good luck charm and is like, I think maybe you need this more than I do. He's like, if you hold on to this for a while, I may, maybe it'll turn your experience around. Can I just say that the first thing I thought of, well, one, it was like the gesture sweet. But the thing I thought of was like, if I, I don't sweet. pick him, how awkward is it going to be to give it back to him? Uh, that was my yeah. thought, like, too. Just that was my thought, too. Like, both, this it? is the sweetest, most beautiful thing ever. And two, if, he, if she doesn't pick him, she's going to have to, like... Here's, give back the bracelet. Right. I, I here's what I think though. He's gonna make it far enough in the process, and I think that they both kind of know this at this point because there are like five guys. Yeah. Left. Um, and he is having this one on one that's going really well, where it's not gonna be that awkward because she would have walked him out anyway, and right. it will actually give them something to talk about at that that's painful lot. Like she will have a little prop to be like, you know, this relationship has meant so much to me, like, and it meant so much to me that you let me you know, hold on to this bracelet from your mom and, like, I want to give it back to you and, like, thank you again for everything you shared with me. Like, I wish you the absolute best or whatever. And yeah. I think that will be okay. It would be super awkward if she let go of, like, three guys at a rose ceremony and she was like, oh, and Eve, oh, and Avon, like, your bracelet's by the yeah. door. No, he's he's going to be top <laughs> he two will or be. three. He'll be top. He's, he's too cute not to be there. Yeah. 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 And he's lovely. He is lovely. Like, he is lovely. So she offers him the rose and they're both just like feeling really good. She's like really excited about Avon. He's like, I've never felt this strong or natural of a connection so quickly. 
They walk outside for fireworks, more kissing. Honestly, just like the highest kissing quotient I've seen on a date in like a long time. Good. Like 90% kissing. (laughs) I enjoy it. Um, And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to see some more fallout of Logan's little switcheroo. Can you keep up? I like I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like, I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into, like, their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible, like, neoprene weekender bag, and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful, and I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. As they should, learning a language is so important. So if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel, the science-backed learning language app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, which is kind of wild. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, aka so, so many days of waking up for an 8.30 class that I maybe didn't need to do at all. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Personally, I've been trying to brush up on some basic French because I am headed to go work from Paris for a few weeks. And it's been really helpful because my French is not good. But now I don't have to sound like such an idiot. (laughs) You can never sound like an idiot, but Babbel can definitely help. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we are back. And it is just about time for Johnny's one-on-one date with Gabby. But first, all of the other men have to fill Johnny in on Logan's utter fuckery. Yeah, so they're all sitting around. Johnny's, like, ready for his date. And they're like, D- 
dude, Logan's here now. Logan's one of us. And he's like, Johnny's what? like, what? Okay. And then Logan like walks in with a suitcase right as Johnny is leaving. Like production is like, let's get in Johnny's head a little bit. Like give him something to chew on while he goes and tries to have fun with Gabby. But Johnny is ready for this. Honestly, Johnny has never stood out to me. I didn't expect much from his connection with Gabby. But this, this was a goes really, really well. Deep. I was actually impressed with there. Him. There must have been some sort of energy between them that we just like didn't get to see a lot of because Gabby always seemed interested in him, but we haven't seen much. Yeah. And I think he is he is that type that you've been talking about, Claire, which is like he is has a a reserved energy on his face, but he's also like a little weirdo. <laughs> and even that. That just, you know, this reminded me of like Sean Lowe and Catherine, where like I didn't pay attention to Catherine almost yes. the entire like week six. Yeah, like almost yeah. the entire season. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, she's clearly top three. Like it does, it feels very reminiscent of that to me, of just like, oh, under yeah. your radar, but like they have something going. And he's just like not a dramatic guy. Like his sound bites probably aren't that good. That's why he's not getting a lot of camera time, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's very laconic. Yeah. yeah. I I think that's that's right. Um, he has that dark horse uh energy. So they meet on a wooded path. Gabby is in her double denim. Johnny like calls out to her and like runs to her, gets her to do the run and jump hug. She's like, Really? Are we doing this? But they do it. It's adequate. And Gabby's like, you know, Johnny's really, like, macho and too cool for school, which I normally doesn't like. But, like, he's also pretty goofy, so I'm going to give it a shot. And so they head to a brewery, and Johnny's like, hell yeah, let's get wasted. Gabby's uh, the coolest I, girl I I've ever dated. She brought mean, me to Belgium and took me to a beer, a beer farm. farm. Beer farm? Yeah. Is that a... Th- I'm like, are we calling breweries beer right. farms? Right. I was now? like, it, it's not a farm. Is I was like, is this a joke or like maybe. maybe I do love a good brewery. Honestly, this is a it's great, a great date. date. I I would have a similar reaction to Johnny. I'm like, this is great. We get to just like taste a bunch of good Belgian craft beers. Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They do sample the beer flights, but then they do also enjoy a beer spa, <laughs> in which they get to soak in and whip each beer. Other. Am I, like, I always thought that if you just, like, soaked in a bunch of beer, you would, like, get an infection. Like, am I wrong? (laughs) There's a bunch of yeast in there. When he, like, (laughs) sips it, though, before they get in, I was like, He's, like, sips it, like, while they're in it. And he's like, don't worry, I spit it out. And I'm like, so your spit is in her bath now? Like, what's wrong? Yeah, gross. But I'm going to say a beer spa soak is, like, an actual thing. What? So they must do something I, they must not give you infections okay yeah i'm, I, I'm learning oh okay what okay. a 98 degree bath filled with hops yeast herbs and yes beer you're asking well, i guess i infection. wouldn't you're asking for it that is literally the description like extra of what yeast. a yeast infection is it's 98 degrees it's uh, yeast. I, I don't know it must not Moist. and there's beer yes. anyway <laughs> i'm not comfortable <laughs> um, I, I will say if I was going to do a beer soak, I don't think I'd want it to be cold. No. I'd want to be simmering in, in a yeasty brew. <laughs> so they also um, whip each other with bundles of green hops. Which this was actually really cute. I thought it was very funny. They're- I think they were supposed to sort of use to gently scrub each other, but they go more the whipping This route. was more yeah. fun. Sturdy. And 
as weird as I found it that Johnny slurped the beer that they were sitting in and then spat it back out, Gabby is loving it. They are really matching each other's energy. He is like fully game for whatever goofiness she wants to bring. He's 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 contributing. Like I think on some early dates we were like, yeah, like Jason seems so sweet, but he's not really like picking up what Gabby's putting down, like goofiness yeah. wise. That is not Johnny. Johnny's like, I have some ideas of my own. I did not see it coming. And Gabby loves it, but she's like, we still need those deeper conversations. And so, of course, it's time for the night date. And they are in the Bruges City Hall for dinner. It is such an opulent setting. I had to Google it. It's, it's like beautiful. covered in like frescoes of like the Pope and stuff. <laughs> I know. I was like, are they in a chapel? Yeah. That doesn't look like a that chapel. That is initially why I go- I was like, is this a religious That's setting? But no, it's... I think that in Europe, everything just has paintings of the Pope and the Bible on it, <laughs> even if it's the city hall. Yeah. Whereas here, we're so secular. Uh, <laughs> Gabby is in a strapless silver dress and a lot of metallics, leathers and metallics this week. Johnny tells her that he never acts like he acted on this date, except when he's alone. And she's like, well, I loved it. You're funnier than I thought. Me too. Uh, me too, but Gabby. also like a little weird that he only acts like that alone. Did anyone else pick up? I was like, what are you doing alone? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. What I saw today seems to require interaction. I- but he... But like overtly sexual. So I was like, are you overtly sexual with yourself? Like, I was just like, I'm confused by what that means, but okay. He's only sexually goofy with himself. (laughs) He's like, when I blend sexuality and humor, it's something I only do during my solo sessions. Yes. (laughs) It's like, all right. Yeah, I don't know. If you want to whip yourself with (laughs) hot or a palms, I love that for you. Do it. Do it in your own time. Don't waste my time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, you would be like one of Johnny's exes who just left as soon as he started whipping himself with palm fronds. Um, No, this this was sad. He admits that he was really nervous on the date. And she's like, so are you super guarded or it just takes a while for you to be weird with people? These seem like sort of the same thing to me, but she's definitely just trying to prompt him to open up about what's going on. And he says both. I'm guarded at first, and it also takes a while. Because like, it yeah, means the same, same thing. Seem like, thing. These are the same thing, for sure. Same <laughs> phrase again, but using different <laughs> words. But okay. Okay. And he's like, in the past, when I've gotten to the point of being myself, relationships have ended, including his most recent relationship, where when he started being himself, she just disappeared. And it was really hard for him. And he talks about how he exudes confidence, but he's actually the least confident person ever. Gabby assures him, like, you have lots of reasons to be confident. The guys in the house all really like you. And, like, I see why. Just, like, believe in yourself, bucko. And I think we have a clip of the next part of their conversation. I definitely struggle with it. Like, like just depression and, like, like really feeling bad about yourself. And yeah. I feel like I have felt like at an all-time low mm-hmm. all the time for, like, no reason to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I can definitely, I feel like I relate. I loved this. I think that Gabby was actually right in her assessment that you can tell kind of by the way he's talking about it, that this isn't something he's shared with a lot of people, if anyone. And like, I think at one point he says, I know I should probably like talk to someone. 
about this. Like, it, it feels like he's like, yeah, I've struggled with it depression. It didn't feel performative. And haven't really been able to seek help. And, like, I don't know. It made me yeah. just no, it made it me sad and, and, and felt real. And also, like, it does feel to me like there has been a shift in the culture, even in the last, like, since we've started recapping this show, where you do see, I feel like straight men are feeling more comfortable uh, in terms of, like, talking about mental illness and mental health care in a way that I think we didn't see. Well, this is actually, like, a deep thing to say kind of on a date for your first, second date you've ever had. Like, this felt nice. It made me like him a lot more. He seemed like a genuine guy. Yeah. Well, it, like, this rounded was, him out yeah, as a person. Yeah. Every part of this right. date, I think, except for the slit, sipping the beer and spitting it out, made me like <laughs> Johnny better. I yeah. did think that, like, combined with what he said about how once he starts being himself in a relationship, women dump him or relationships end. I felt like I, I, my impulse was just to be like, you need to be yourself earlier in relationships. Like, just, just go on the first date where you act in a way that a lot of people aren't going to be into and weed those people out I right agree. away. That was always my philosophy towards dating. And like, it made the first dates not as smooth, but like, I can't say that I ever got actually really deep into a relationship and had a guy mm. be like, oh, this is what you're like. Like, no, it was obvious because well, I acted Well, weird. to be honest, to be fair, like if you're, if I'm going into a date and then I start dating you and then you're a completely different person, like who would like that? No one would like that. Like, well, right. People, if people good. are signing up for that version of yourself, that's not who and then you, you actually are, it. then like, of course. Right. So like, of course yeah. not. So like when he said that, I was like, yeah, welcome to the club of everyone kind of figuring yeah, that out. People want to people want to keep dating the person that they thought they were dating. Correct. And if that's not yeah. who you actually and are. All, I mean, look, there's I, everyone's on kind of like best behavior. Sure. At the beginning. And I also, I wonder if he had, I mean, we don't know the specificities of his experiences, but I think there is maybe an impulse. And he's also only 25. Right. Um, yeah. Which feels important. But like, if he had had an experience where he felt like he let kind of more sensitive or like what he feels like are weaker parts of him show. And then that was the thing yeah. that to him, it felt like it turned a switch. Then mm -hmm. like, I do just think that, that like set you up to the combination there makes me think that like, he thinks that he needs to like perform a certain version right. of masculinity. And he feels a lot of insecurity because that's not who he actually, right. is. He actually is. And that is magnified yeah. by the fact that when he shows that real version of himself, people dump him. But I do think there, I could, I hope that with, time and better relationships and possibly therapy that he's able to like confidently just sort of be himself and not feel because he seems yeah he awesome. seems actually pretty cool yeah he said gabby's into yeah. it yeah um so gabby and gabby is great at like picking up on these things and and building guys up i guess like she's like saying like all the things that I like about him are the things he's afraid to share. And like, those are the mm. things she's really like complimenting and building him up on. She pays attention to people in a way where like we often see, cause it, it is hard to respond in a way that feels genuine and specific over and over again to a bunch of people that you're just getting to know. Like that is a challenge. And I think Gabby is like better than average in terms of leads at this. Like she really seems to zone in on who the people she's dating are. And when they express vulnerability, she's able to really like answer that vulnerability in a way that feels natural and particular to who they are. And that's like, yeah. that's a 
really special Yeah, she skill. seems really deliberate in a, in a good way. And also not only nurturing, but just like she leads with empathy a lot of times. That like no matter what mm-hmm. you're going to present to her, she'd be like, okay, I can kind of understand that you were going through something when you said that. Like she does seem like an easy person to communicate with. Like I kind of get why people are enamored by her because she is able to really like collect herself and be like an adult. Even last season, we saw that with Clayton of just her communicating to him after she was hurt was like yeah. very mature. Yeah, I think that this is one can be one of the advantages of like an older bachelorette is like she's dated enough different yeah. kinds of people. She understands all the different ways that people can be in a relationship. And like she brings that that ability to observe and like respond differently. And I mean, I probably never had that phase because I met my husband when I was 24. And like you're still at a phase then when you're just like, do I like being around this person? Like, how do I feel like good enough for me? Yeah. Um, She's really like sampled and has like her her like whole schemata of of what the dating world has to offer so she offers him the rose they kiss and dance around in the plaza and i'm i'm suddenly feeling really good about johnny i don't know i'm a fan johnny johnny's top four he's jumped into the top four last week we were talking about maybe spencer johnny has surpassed spencer yeah, I am definitely feeling like Spencer is falling out for me now. Um, at this point, it's time for the cocktail party. And it's going to be a dramatic one because they've been moving Logan around this vast <laughs> cruise ship like a prisoner of war. <laughs> They're just like, where's Logan? No one knows. Like, he's in a secret, undisclosed location. Also, it is so <laughs> fascinating to see how, like, Everyone except Logan has been traumatized by Logan now. Logan's like doing great. And he's like, <laughs> everyone understands why I had to do what I did. And everyone was like, we do not understand and we're not yeah, okay. Gabby's men are like, well, this sucks for us because now there's just like another dude thrown in here. And Rachel's men are like, well, cool. Logan completely derailed our week and our time with Rachel. Yeah. And so as the day, as the cocktail party begins, Rachel's guys don't even know if he's going to be there. Like, they have not been filled in on, on the they rest of what suspect, happened. But they don't know. Right. They're like, well, basically, they know that he applied. They're like, he applied. Right. Did he get in? We're going to find out tonight at the cocktail party. And indeed, when Gabby's men join Rachel's at in the lounge, Logan is with them. As they all sit, Nate asks... Rachel's guys how their week was and they're like well she canceled the group date because of some shit that went down <laughs> that you all may have heard about Nate's so it wasn't great is incredible he's like <laughs> oh. he's the grimace emoji <laughs> he's like grabbing his collar he's, he's like showing oh. every tooth <laughs> <laughs> and Logan very stiffly reads his prepared statement he's like it's very concerning to hear that those events carried over and affected her date but those I- events who <laughs> What events were they? Who can say? <laughs> I don't have direct knowledge of those events. Those events that have whatever happened. Whatever those events, events were, have happened. I'm sure that they were traumatic, <laughs> and I, I'm so sorry that those have happened. Don't, whatever those events <laughs> But I think that you guys all understand that my intentions, insofar as they may be related to those events, were very pure. And No one answers this. They're just like, hmm. And Michael then speaks up and is like, there's always a concern with number of roses. Now there's more guys, same number of roses. I haven't really had that time with with Gabby yet. So like, I'm not feeling great. Yeah, you shouldn't feel great, Michael. It's not good for you. It's not good, Michael. 
I think that he was going to be going home anyway, but I think that Mario would have had another week. Same. That's my theory. I agree. The women enter. Rachel starts by apologizing for the lost time this week. Gabby is like, everything's going great. Relationships are flourishing. Thanks to all for your input. <laughs> and they all toast and begin their one-on-one time. Nate has a rose from the group date, but he's like, Logan's here now. I don't want to rest on my laurels. So like, let's grab Gabby. Let's kiss her all over very excitedly. They're just so into each other. She got a gift for him. It's Belgian chocolate for his daughter. She got a souvenir for his daughter. It's cute. It's cute. They've been like together. Nate like starts crying. But they've been like, the sexual tension between them was evident in like episode one. Like they've, It's been consistent throughout this whole season, I think. Yeah. Well, episode one, actually, I think Nate talked to no one. um, And yet he's come so far. I think he didn't get any time episode one. But as soon as they began their relationship, it was like, it was like on. And Nate has also done an incredible job of not putting any of his anxiety or insecurity onto Gabby or like lashing out in any way. Unlike uh, some of these other men. Yeah. So we get a super cut of her time with with Michael, Mario, Spencer, Jason, and Eric while Logan rambles in the background about how he's so nervous because it would be just like wild for Gabby to keep him, you know, given that she would have to send home a guy she's had this long, solid connection with. And he's only been here for two days, which I really feel like he's just like setting himself up to like be really to be the big He was like, yeah. it's oh, just yeah. statistically impossible for me to get chosen over yeah. these guys. I was like, is it? Because like <laughs> back in the cold and... Given the fact that you're saying this, that means you're going to get a fucking rose. That's what that means. Like, come on. Yeah, Yeah. obviously. And so she has finally her time with Logan to try for what he calls the astronomical possibility of getting a rose. And it's like, (laughs) okay, buddy. He brought a dead fish so that he could get his group date experience that he missed out on. I wish that all of Rachel's guys had brought a giant tub of melted chocolate. We're like, we're all going to (laughs) wrestle. Um, but Logan and Gabby rock, paper, scissors, and then she just whacks him like five times around the face and neck with the dead fish. I do understand how that would be satisfying. I too would like to whack Logan in the face. That would be very fun. That would be very fun. Yeah. And like Gabby, you would be like, once was not enough. I'm just gonna, oh, one more. Oh, no, I just like, oh, (laughs) your neck too. I don't know. I just... And then they make out. Ew. So that's, you know, she's you got to be into someone to make out with them passionately while they've got fish slime all over their yeah. face and neck. But is he going to displace someone? Anything could happen. Mario and Michael are both feeling the anxiety. Michael's like, I've been in the dating Gabby trenches for a while and I like, deserve sir, it. Figure out a different way to describe yeah. this. <laughs> Would you call it in the trenches? Hanging out with this beautiful woman. Uh, on The Bachelorette. It's just yes. like war. Yeah. Uh, it's just been really just like dug in there. Just like taking the shells. Um, and it's now time. We didn't really see any of Rachel's None. time. Yeah. No, None. they're like, no, no, no. They're like, well, Logan has shifted over to Gabby's. So now that's where all the drama right. is. And we're only going to pay attention to that. So they head out to the American Idol set on the deck of the Valiant Lady. Where <laughs> they, they are have so cold. <laughs> they're so cold. 
Gabby and Rachel have been given some sort of inadequate looking velvet always. wraps. This, this they always evening. get given like curtains. <laughs> I'm like, can't you have some yeah. sort of outfit that like encompasses a cool jacket? I don't know. We yeah, like a beautiful. Yeah, coat. we do this in New York. Yeah, a gorgeous, gorgeous right. coat. Like, what is crazy or just about that? you could also do some sexy long sleeves. Right. Well, this is the problem: is that. Carrie was like, well, I had one set of coats and I don't have time to source more coats. So we're taking the curtains, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> At least la- we- last week, their insane robes yeah. looked a- to they have a little more They were coverage. kind of like a fur, but they weren't. And I was like, okay, here we go. This week was just, yeah. Rachel has like a little drapey, silvery, like, yeah. scarf just around her shoulders, she's just, not even, like her elbows. She's just trying to stay warm through the remembered heat of Avon's kisses. There are only four roses on Gabby's pedestal. There are only three on Rachel's. This is fucking brutal. I don't think that Rachel should have had to send someone home after this week, to be honest. Yeah. Because she only has four guys aside from her two that already have roses. Tino and Avon have roses. Johnny and Nate have roses. So they are both in their respective winner's circles. Yeah, so I guess going into next week, Gabby's just going to have one extra dude and then they'll even out for for hometowns. I think they didn't want – I think next week is going to be the hometown elimination and they – yeah, I don't know. They I think it is let her keep super cruel. They because they still have to do the rose ceremony because the guys have to yeah. accept her rose. I think it is cruel that they they keep taking away. Her oh my roses god! Because of when, this, when they yeah, when they first shitty. split and Jesse came out when like the guys rejected Rachel's rose and he was just like, "I'm sorry, that means that you can't give that rose out." I was just like, "Oh, you, Jesse. Jesse! Like what, dude? Like just just put the nail in the coffin already for this girl. Like Jesus, it was so tragic." Yeah. And this time there's just like no announcement, but it's worse because I think ultimately Rachel and Gabby ended up with the same number of guys after that first row ceremony once Meatball returned. But um, that's not happening this time. So Tino and Avon and Johnny and Nate are in their winner circles speculating wildly on what's going to happen. I think we have a little clip. I feel like we're going to be shocked at the first person who walks in. The real question is, do we think Logan gets one or no? I think he does. I think he does, too. It's going to cause a stir. I love this. We get this kind of, like, (laughs) jockeying and them guessing who's going to come in between every rose. Honestly, do all the rose ceremonies like this from here on out. I actually love to hear how, in real time, they are perceiving, like, who's who has a connection with each of the women. It's really telling and it's really fun. Yeah, like Nate and Johnny are like, Eric's definitely going to get the first rose. And I was like, really? Like that wouldn't have been my first pick. But I I guess I can see where why they might. It, think I think that. it makes sense. They, they're they all pretty yeah. aware of who's they're doing well. House. We also get way more of Logan's annoying musings mm-hmm. as the rose ceremony airs. He keeps talking about how the odds are not in his favor and he could have just committed to Rachel and that would have been okay, safer. But it wouldn't have been up, right. Logan. So the women start offering their roses. Gabby offers her rose to Jason, Rachel to Zach, Gabby to Spencer, Rachel to Tyler, Gabby to Eric, Rachel to Ethan, Gabby to Logan. And this means that 
Mario, Michael, and Meatball. Three M's. Home. Yeah, Meatball was never gonna no, be. No, it was. For uh, this yeah, world. Rachel's. I was like, Ethan's making it over Meatball. I mean, could you imagine if yeah. Meatball made it to the end and she had to say like Meatball? I do. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> like. I think that would be like the dramatic moment where instead of meatball, she would say James because you know yeah. when you like date a guy with a weird nickname and once you start dating, suddenly you're like his name is right. Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, totally, I mean, he'll be great for paradise. He'll be meatball. Be great for paradise. I I like meatball. He's a sweetie, I but I did too. not want Rachel to end up with a final four that included a guy who turned down her rose. I like, agree. I didn't want that for her. Um, but when Logan gets the final rose, Rachel looks pretty sad. Like she definitely didn't want Gabby to keep him. And then Logan accepts the rose and he walks like right past her without a look. I get it's like an awkward situation, but it's just like so rough. And also as, as we predicted, Logan has set himself up for like a triumphant little fucking speech. Yes. He has set himself up to be so impressed with himself. He's like, not only did I get a rose over two guys who have been with Gabby for weeks, one of them was a first impression rose winner. So like, this is a big deal. He's like, it's a number one seat. I took out a number one seat. Really, really, really bothered him, bothered me that he is like lording himself over, like also over like two black men who have had a really good connection, both with like the group of men and with Gabby It's just like, it was gross. He's like, Oh, I can just waltz in here and like, get everything without even trying. That's how amazing I am. Like, ugh. Gave me the ick. Agreed. Yeah. I do think that he is treating this very much as a competition. He's like, I had to play the strategic move. When do I move over to Gabby? How am I going to take out, like, some of her strong connections? And then when he is chosen, he's like, I fucking did it. Like, they said it couldn't be done. The odds were not in my favor. But I, the underdog... I got out there. I left it all in the field. And the guys are just like, fuck, okay, Logan's here. Well, great. Yeah, they had been guessing. And I think only Eric was like, nah. They I were all Logan's totally divided over whether it would be Mario, Michael, or, or Logan. Logan. Um, and Nate is talking to the camera and he's like, well, he's here. Welcome to the squad. <laughs> I guess this was another amazing moment from Johnny. The guys are greeting Logan, not super excited. And Johnny just like to Logan's face is like, well, I would respect it if it was Mario because he's been putting in work, but to each his own. And Logan's like, "Um." honestly, I love it. Also, these, these men are like, Hmm. They're out here for each other. Like, they're protective of each other in a way that I enjoy. Yeah, I will say I, I hated when Gabby told Logan that he was the only one that both of them agreed on. Because I was like, I felt his head get bigger and, like, his yeah. ego. Like, He's like, everyone exactly. loves me. Everyone. He's like, I'm the only one. Like, I can win this. Like, I just... But it's like, that's the annoying thing is like, it's not because he's better no. than all the other guys. It's because no. it's because he can play Bo- both right. sides in a way. He can he can be charming to both of them in the way. Right. Where the rest of the guys, right. it was very obvious if you had a connection or not. He must be a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Look, look it up. up. Look <laughs> it up. I will say I am a Gemini and I would say only about 15% of people that I meet like me. <laughs> 
Um, so <laughs> that too, is not Blair. an aspect okay. of being a Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, Darren. We all know everyone loves you. Um, <laughs> I'm so I'm so don't the mean Logan anything. of Gemini's that everyone just loves me and I can just treat people like trash. On You're this. just like Logan. If I know, if, that's why, you friends. know, when I saw Logan come on my screen, I was like, Darren. that guy I just have a good feeling about because he reminds me of my good friend, Darren. <laughs> They're the same. Uh, so um, the uh, women join their groups. Gabby and Rachel are ready to announce their next location. Gabby tells her guys that they will be headed somewhere romantic. Shocker. <laughs> I love this. Um, Amsterdam. I'll be fun. Um, and the preview, guys, it's bone chilling. I'm not uh, excited. This is... We are at that halfway point. We are getting that like mid-season big yep. promo. And I was just like, oh no, there's so much trauma to come. We get like a few little sweet snippets and then all of a sudden it's like Tino losing his goddamn mind over something. One of the other men calling him a baby back <laughs> Which is a great insult. A baby back bitch. <laughs> That's original. I've never heard it. that. Never like, heard that before. Um. And then, like, it seems like maybe Tino or one of the men is going to be with Rachel during fantasy suites and then try to flip in some way. Someone's going to tell Gabby he simply can't love her and she thinks it's because she's too broken. Like, I'm, like, not about this uh, at all. Like, I'm not excited. Two <sighs> other things I noted. One, it looks like Gabby might break up with Nate either like ahead of or in the middle of hometowns is what it seemed like to me. They're having a very intense conversation in which they're both weeping about like her potential unreadiness or unsureness about being That's what I was going to say. It's about. It has like, to be about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And cause, I mean, honestly, anybody. the first date, I thought that they laid the groundwork for that being something that will make her not choose him. And like, it's just one of those things that's going to be really sad for Agreed. both of them because neither of them will be have done anything wrong. Yeah. Um, and also, Logan seems to be like getting ejected from the show by Jesse. <laughs> yeah, like he's def- like they really gave that one away. Right. Like there's no way Jesse's that he's like, not going to go back. You got to leave. It's time. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> what Logan. is he going to do? I do honestly. I would not actually be surprised if he tried to flip back to Rachel because I feel like there was more footage in the previews in past weeks that we haven't seen yet of him being like, I'm having like second thoughts. I'm having doubts. I'm still yes. thinking about, and I'm like, I need to go back and check the other promos and like try to piece it together. Yeah, I do. do it's either that work. or he like becomes physical with somebody like physically violent and he gets ejected that way. Like I thought like, what if the guys are giving him oh, hard God. and he, like punches them and then Jesse's like, you have or. to. Or does someone come out of the woodwork to like report to production that he's exactly. like dating like twenty people back home? Like Which that's is also not thing I could surprising. See. So all of that could happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh my god. Again, anything sure could we've happen. seen TikToks of him already like DM sliding like immediately after filming. So oh, spoilers. He's not gonna marry Gabby. <laughs> Stop <laughs> there's dreams. I'm so sad. <laughs> I want him to marry them. Both of them. He gets all the ladies. Ugh. He's so brave. He actually, you know what? I've never even thought of this before, but you know, sister wives. Yeah. He yeah. gives me sort of vibes of the husband and sister wives. Cody. That's- he gives me Cody vibes. I could see 
He's like in a like, gentle misogynist. In 10 years, I definitely could see Logan being full Cody. <laughs> yeah, he's just like seems so sweet and charming, but he just like always needs a new wife. And they're like, I, I want though. my new band name to be Gentle Misogynist. Like, it's so good. <laughs> gentle Misogynist. <laughs> Tender, tender misogynist. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Okay, so oh, nice. someone's yeah. memoir. The credits um, are Gabby challenging the beefy Belgian to a fish slapping, but when she loses, she offers him a kiss instead. Of course, she doesn't want her makeup to get ruined by fish slime, and he accepts. And I guess they're getting married now. So <laughs> yeah. it's god, like your husband is like. Today I'm doing this cool thing where I'm doing a little a segment on The Bachelorette. It's an American TV show. And his wife is like, oh, that's great, sweetie. Yeah. Have fun. And suddenly her husband is kissing some American girl on national TV. I know TV. we're wrapping up, but I just have to ask you guys. Is there any couple, either with Rachel or Gabby, that, like, you don't cringe when they're making out? Because <laughs> I am 100% cringe fully for both of them. And I, no one mm. seems like a great I think it's yet. I. I hate to comment on it because it just like I shudder to think Agreed. Of what it would be to watch myself Agreed. make out on national. But television. we didn't sign up for it. So I know. I do think part of it is like sometimes when it might seem like the most cringy kissing, it means that they're actually I into guess. it. Enough like not to pay attention to the You camera. know what's interesting, interesting though is that Rachel was like the most cinematic kisser on on Clayton's, Clayton's season. And it's occurring to me now that like, where is that Rachel? Like, I feel like she's she, been her, beaten down. She's been beaten down. Her confidence has been shaken. I don't think that the men are giving her what she got I from Clayton. I thought the kissing was actually. That was okay. It was that pretty was good. Okay, but it, it was it, pretty it's good. still like, I, I just like watching. It, it's just, it's like, Darren has. I, I, I just think like, I can't, I'm like, ooh, like I'm blanking on the guy from last, from Michelle season who dressed as a cat and you just knew that he was a bad oh, Connor. Oh, from Katie, Katie season. Oh, Katie season. Katie you season. just knew that he was a yeah. bad kisser and you're just like, ooh. Well, she told well, him. No, yeah. she said we're. She didn't say as much as that. She wasn't like, you're a bad kisser. She's like, I just don't feel the sexual anything. No, like, she said, when we kiss, something is missing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the message I came mean, yes, through. It did for me. because. And then he had to have like therapy on the after the final rose oh. couch about whether he's a bad kisser. Oh, God. I don't know. I'm hoping to feel more investment in some of these relationships as the season progresses. We do have a lot of time left. Even with all the drama, I think we yeah. might get to see a love story emerge. I'm hopeful. I think so. Darren, thank you so much for joining us. This is a delight as Thanks always. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm questioning Come questioning back all of my astrology and all my outfit choices every time I'm here. But very happy I date women. Yeah. Very. I'm just <laughs> doubling down on yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. really fair. I, yeah. I think that's correct. We're all going to buy some more clothes and do our charts before the next time we meet. And it's going to be yeah, great. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's always so fun <laughs> breaking it down with you guys. And now it's time for Love to See It, Hate to See It. Let's start with Love to See It. I love to see Rachel cutting Logan off when he tries to tell her how amazing she is and what a fool he is while he's dumping her. It was so obvious that he had prepared this little line and he was just going to 
use it as many times as he needed. And Rachel was like, I don't have time for this bullshit. So I'm just going to cleanly cut it off. (laughs) Taking control. I also love to see Gabby and Rachel just both being so gracious and mature in trying to navigate a really weird situation with Logan. They clearly care a lot about each other and they they want to support each other as much as they can. And I love that. I always love to see Nate getting screen time. I enjoyed all his reactions in, all of in Bruges, his, his sheer delight that they finally get to eat Belgian waffles. I was just like, I would actually like to hang out with Nate in in a European city. It seems or, fun. Or an American city or anywhere. I would like to hang out with Nate. Call us. <laughs> and speaking of Nate, we also love to see Gabby getting Nate's daughter a souvenir. This was just a, a really sweet and thoughtful gesture. And I love them together. I love to see two good one-on-ones. Every time that they each at least get a good one-on-one, I breathe a huge sigh of relief. Yes. Johnny really surprised me. Their one-on-one was adorable. Rachel got all the kissing she needed for her mental health. Just good stuff. Made me happy. And we also love to see Johnny uh, opening up about mental health on this show. As we said earlier, it really does feel like a positive tide shift, even from a handful of years ago. Yeah, they're like accidentally deconstructing toxic masculinity. (laughs) And now it's time for hate to see it. I hate to see Rachel just being made to feel like absolute shit again and again and again. This is just like so clearly something that if not entirely engineered by production is probably mostly engineered by production. And even if it's not, they have the power to alleviate it. It is being exacerbated by the by the show it is a choice it is a choice to have her suffering this much and it pisses me the fuck off it's not fun to watch it's not giving her a good experience it's not giving me a good experience i don't want to see women cry like it's gotta stop this logan thing better have been well we know from the preview it's not the last thing but (laughs) she just better get her goddamn happy ending with a person she actually likes and i'm just i don't know i'm pissed that they did this also hate to see like basically almost everything Logan does as we said he does handle those initial conversations fine but his attitude to like the other men and the way that he speaks to the camera about everything it just really it wasn't a good look and his actions are basically negatively impacting everyone but himself yeah absolute chaos also hate to see uh, that Tino is starting to get his that's my woman anxiety and entitlement that he's having a bit of a meltdown already. You got to let Rachel have her journey. You got to let her have feelings that are not about you. And like when she is really going the fuck through it, which she has been like it is. This is your little audition as her partner to step up and prioritize the pain she's in instead of redirecting it into how her pain is is hurting you and I was really disappointed to see that that was the direction he took me too and now it's time for our BFF energy rating out of 10 friendship bracelets seven 
I felt like pretty good about this episode. Same. In terms of their actual interactions. I, we just didn't get a lot of There weren't that them. many. Yeah. Yeah. Like the interactions we had were great, super respectful. They adore each other. But we really didn't get that like fun time with the two yeah. of them this week. For me, this is like Tino getting a group date rose that's indicative of hard times in a relationship. Like this to me was like a good episode for like besties working through a really tough situation together. Trials and it's tribulations. real, it's raw, it's painful, but they care about each other. And so like for that, I bumped it up to seven despite yeah. the lack of fun hang sessions. That is it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Thanks to our wonderful guest, Darren Karp. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray, and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our theme music is by Tamar Habib, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like our show, please remember to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and rate the show five stars and leave us a review. It really, really helps people find our show. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com with your questions and voice memos. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at love to see it pod and on Instagram at claireandemmapod. And you can find our newsletter, Rich Text, on Substack at claireandemma.substack.com. We put out an episode this week about the finale of F-Boy Island. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back later this week with a very special bonus episode, an interview with Tamaris of F-Boy Island. Oh my gosh, we're very excited for this. And of course, next week, we will be continuing this traumatic and beautiful bachelorette journey. Can you keep up? I like love Stitcher. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.